This is the R3 Podcast. Real people, real issues, real solutions. With your hosts, Craig G, Patrick Lowe, and Perry Lowe. R3 is on now. All right, I want to thank you all for joining us wherever you may be. Um, and this is going to be a podcast that talks about the issues of the day with normal people just like us. So we invite you to join along in the conversation and as it goes along, you'll be able to catch us on Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, wherever, and we'll let you know where we're at. So if you don't catch the shows live, you can weigh in on the comments, and we'll wrap further about it. If there's comments or show topics, we'll, we'll take that as well. All right? So if you see some of those issues, you can just go ahead and leave those in the comments, and then we'll, we'll go from there. My name is Perry Lowe. Uh, I'm along with Patrick Lowe, my brother, and Craig G, my other brother. And, um, and so we're going to be walking through some things with you. Now, on the first ish edition of this show, we're going to be tackling the daunting issue of parenting. Uh, but before we get into that, let's uh, go around the room and have everybody introduce themselves to the audience. How's everybody doing? This is Craig G. Just glad to be here in this brand new decade doing this first podcast Real people dealing with real issues, applying real solutions. Just excited about it. Yeah. Hi, my name is Patrick Lowe, and, and I'm also really, really excited to have this opportunity to come in and discuss, um, you know, with real people, the real issues and, and, and finding solutions. Uh, because I don't have all the answers. Right. So I'm going to have to count on y'all to kind of help me along as we move through this podcast and that's the thing it's going to be a thing where we do this together and we're not sitting up here saying we're 100 proof you know what i mean we, we, there's going to be issues and things that some things that we don't know about but that's what you guys are out there for you know check us on that so we can keep uh keep in focus on this thing all right so let's go ahead and get into this thing uh craig you had uh, we, we 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 talked earlier we we've been getting this show together and all that so uh we've been wanting to uh took some notes so we're going to get right into this topic, and I'm going to let Craig start it off with us, and then uh, we'll go from there. Well, the topic is dealing with parenting, and uh, I definitely have some experience in that, and everyone at this table does it as well. And it's just it's really, it's really an awesome thing when you look at parenting from the perspective of um, the process of supporting our children physically, socially, emotionally, intellectually, spiritually in their development. Um, being able to identify the various areas of their lives where they're being gifted, they have talents, they have skills, and just aiding them in developing those things. You know, uh, of course, you know, no parent is perfect, and I've made lots of mistakes, lots right. of bad choices. You know, in the process, myself, my wife, and others that have participated in the parenting of my children, and, and I'm sure everyone else has as well. So, but one of the points I wanted to focus on in the parenting process is dealing with codes of ethics and just looking at some of the things in our homes, in our communities, as it relates to education, as it relates to relationships and that being modeled. You know, a lot of times we want mentors, but what we really need is models. We need in samples as fathers, as mothers, um, in the various areas of life, equipping them with life skills and finances and business. In uh, time management and investing in themselves and investing in others. So these are some of the things that, that are my concerns that we develop codes of ethics, womanhood codes of ethics, manhood codes of ethics in our children. Mm -hmm. um, 
there's no perfect example. There's no perfect model um, in doing that. We're going to blow it. We've blown it. We've made mistakes. And uh, we, we deal with the consequences of that and the benefits of, of doing that well at times. Um, so, so how do they learn to express themselves? How do they manage their thought life, their word life, their action life? Um, how, 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 how do we model before them um, with ethics of how to love themselves, accept themselves? Um, what are their gifting skills and talents and in aiding in the development uh, of those gift skills and talents? Um, how, do they, how do we help them to learn to celebrate their victories and to overcome their, their losses? Mm-hmm. Um, so in all these various areas, applying, applying these codes of ethics, you know, that's, that's pretty much my focus um, for, for today's show. Yeah, and I like what Craig was talking about. And, you know, we were talking about this the other day, uh, and it just kind of, you know, got my attention because, you know, in the profession that I work in, I have an opportunity to work with a lot of families. And, and so I work with troubled youth and adults, you know, mm. because this is kind mm-hmm. of something that goes across the board. Amen. You know, it's like having a, a 50-year-old man that's, <laughs> that, that's still in his teens, you know, <laughs> because of, you know. And so what I decided to do, I decided to look into, you know, how can this be, you know, because I, I've talked to family members and parents and stuff like that when they send their loved ones in, and 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 it's amazing because... I always have this conversation with him. I say, look, you know, your son is going through some problems right now, and, and I need you to talk to him. And, and they'll be like, oh, oh, well, okay, well, I'm not going to do more damage than good. And I'm like, well, well, no, he's here. So, you know, <laughs> now it, it, it's talking about, <laughs> yeah, now it's talking about let's work on that, that, that cognitive, those cognitive distortion and those thinking errors and stuff like that that are going on. And I said, but, you know, as the conversation goes on between you and your son, I said, this is how it's going to look. When you get on the phone, and be like, hi, Mom, uh, how you doing? And then, you know, and you'd be like, well, I'm doing fine. What, what's going on, son? And then all of a sudden, you know, the son says, well, you know, um, I think I'm good now. Um, I don't think I need this anymore. And then all of a sudden you say, well, you know, I get that. Uh, but as history shows, you know, you need this. And I said, and there's this two-letter word that you're going to have to apply. <laughs> I don't know how often it's been applied, but it's called no. Like, uh, you, you, you're not coming home. <laughs> no, we're not sending you no money. <laughs> right. No, we're not sending you a car, uh, a boat, or anything like that, because first things first, we want you to get yourself together. So, and I was thinking to myself, why is it that parents have such a hard time telling their kids no? And so I'm posing that question to y'all because I, I need some help with that. Oh, that's easy. I think one of the number one issues is we're trying to be their friends. Mm. You know, um, it's, it's one of those things where we're trying to get along rather than, as we were saying earlier, modeling before mm. them. You know, we don't want to, as you were saying, rock the boat, upset them. You know, they're already upset. They're already going through what they're going through. They're already struggling emotionally, dealing with various issues and pressures. And they need borders. They need boundaries. They need they need that. That's that's the whole reason for parenting. You know, yeah. that's that's the point. That's the point in parenting. Um, so I think that that's one of the things we got to deal with is is not trying to be friends, 
with our kids because we really technically are already their friends. We want right. the best for them anyway. Yeah. You know, we can't say that about those who are campaigning for their attention out there with these big billboards. We can't say that their motive is that. But right. we know for sure that our motive is we want the best for our kids. So being able to say no is, is really important. Well, I, you know, I, I was watching um, a thing uh, today. I'm going to pull up her name here. It's Yuko Munakata. I, I butchered that name. <laughs> I, I swear to God I did. And I apologize to her. But... She made a, a very interesting point that I wanted to kind of get into with the guys here is that you can have one of the best kids in the world. Like you, got, you got four kids or two kids. We'll just take, we'll keep it there. And one kid is on point and the other is off the rails. How does that happen? And... That's a question. I mean, because from what she's saying, it, it's people are people. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, I they, know they're going to be their own individuals. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's where I think in parenting, I think we try to do a one size fits all. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's kind of the way to, to do it. You know, I mean, it, it, it's been proven, you know. I have to say, my brother's sitting here right next to me. Right, right. <laughs> Go some roads he took. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Some roads he took <laughs> that I wouldn't have thought about going down. <laughs> but he took them anyway, and we were in the same household, got the same discipline, got everything the same. So, it Just mine was on steroids. And, and so I, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, you know, I, I needed attention getters. <laughs> A lot, you Very know, much uh, so. you know, to an extreme level and and not saying that, you know, my parents abused me in, in mm-hmm. any kind of way. It was because everything that I've gotten myself into, it was warranted. Mm. You know, I think there's a difference between, you know, getting a, a, a spanking, you know, versus extension cord, cord skillet, uh, point yeah. to the back of the neck <laughs> or, or something like that. But, you know, so I started looking up, you know, things on parenting. And one of the things that I came up with, uh, I thought was really, really good. And and it was developed by Michigan State University. And and it talked about different parenting styles. Mm. And so they came up with four parenting styles. um, And and it's called the extension program, which is designed to help people improve their lives through educational process that applies knowledge to critical issues, needs, and and opportunities. So the four parenting style, let's start off with the authoritarian parent. This is the parent, because I told you so. <laughs> now, I remember that yeah, sometimes I going on too. That. Do what I say, wow. not what I do. But this parent uh, who is likely to degrade a child and ignore the child's point of view. You know, I mean, potato, potato. I don't know. You know, I I guess you can kind of cut it up the way you want. I guess it depends on how it's applied. But I know this world is pretty sensitive in looking at what's going on in like our school systems and how everything is showing up. It's like, look, I I got kids, too. Right. And and I know what they're capable of doing. I know their temperament. I know their attitude. That's right. So what I've done now, tell me if I'm wrong, you know, because I'm going to need help here. We only touched on one parenting style. I have a a, a few more I wanted to touch on because I want to hear, I want you to think about where you fall in. 
But again, let's go back. With, with my son and my daughter, what I tend to do is, well, with the kids, what I tend to do is if they go to school, mm-hmm. they go in there to learn. Right. They're not going Period. there to Socialize. get into it with the teacher and and then, you know, Switch because I've seen around. that a lot. And then the parent goes up and wants to beat up the teacher. Right. Well, you know, I, I got to know where my kids are at all mm-hmm. times, mentality-wise, how they show up. It's called observation. That's right. Yes. You know, I get it. Times are busy. People got to work. People got to do things. And that's okay. But in the process of it, I need to sit down and have a conversation sometimes. Let's go to the second uh, parenting style, which is the authoritative parent. This is a mom or dad who sets carefully defined limits for children. The one who is a good role model and praises children for their efforts. Look, everybody don't need no trophy. (laughs) Sometimes we got to learn how to get our victories through what we consider as losses. Amen. I used to coach little league football, and when I did that, we, we'd lose. We didn't lose much, but when we lost the game, the first question I asked those kids is, "What'd you learn today?" Right. You missed your block, right? We had this wide open, you know. But if you'd have got that one block, he'd have scored. He learns to get that block, right? Right. Because <laughs> you know now it's it, it's you learn from losses. You know you don't gain everything from victory. It can be too easy sometimes. You see your ABs and people like that, Antonio Browns and cats like that that get coddled all hmm. the way through, hmm. and now right. they're throwing rocks at moving vans and <laughs> a bag of fake penises <laughs> and stuff. People. You know, and just tripping in front of the kids. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> a lot of it has to do. Also, I was looking at this fact when. Brother uh, Pat was talking is a generation who were have raised themselves raising their kids. Mm. Yeah. You know, so, you know, when you talk about different personalities and in children and, you know, all of our kids are not the same. And it's right. not a cookie cutter method that, is. that we want to use for them because they're not the same. And so we really have to be observing, as you said, and, and really pay attention to our kids. I think that another issue has to do with. Uh, when when kids have been sheltered, we talked about that earlier before we started the show. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been kind of kind of sheltered in a bubble, mm-hmm. you know. So they're not really getting the reality of what what's really going on. So you have a kid that's been sheltered, and all of a sudden now he's of age or she's of age to go off to college, and now they're living on campus and they're experiencing other kids that are there who are more exposed to real life and real issues and challenges and. Um, all of a sudden their world is being challenged because they were not properly prepared right. to deal sure. with that. So, yeah. you know, you know we, we have to, like it, like Brother Pat said, like you said, we have to know our kids. We got to know, um, you know, their weaknesses and strengths at least as much as we possibly can and be trying to equip them for those things because given the right environment or the wrong environment, you know, that could be a detriment to them, you know. Absolutely. And, and now we look at, let's look at the overprotective parent. Yeah. Uh, I, I like this particular one because I was watching the news this morning, actually. And when I was watching the news, there was these two guys. They were they were wrestlers. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. And so one of the guys grabbed the, one of the other guys and slammed him to the mat, and it was an illegal move or maneuver. Yeah. And the next thing you know, the dad comes running out of the yeah. stands, tackles yeah. the guy, yeah. knocks him down. And, yes. You know, and the next thing you know, you're watching people, they got him down in the headlock and, you know, and all of these kind of things. And this is because, 
you know, and but this is what we see even with kids in the school, starting from very, very young. That's the, right. the, the teachers are not supposed to be parenting. The teachers are supposed to be dealing with kids that are already well-parented before they show up there. That's right. This is just what I'm thinking. Now, I don't know. You know, maybe y'all can, <laughs> y'all, y'all can help me with this because I want to know y'all's opinion with this. Yes. Like so that. the overprotective parent is the parent who wants to protect their children from harm, hurt, pain, unhappiness, bad experiences, rejection, hurt feelings, failure, and disappointment. I need my pain. <laughs> How else am I going to grow? Or develop. Exactly. Yeah. If I don't experience something in life, then how am I going to understand how to deal with it when mom and dad ain't there? It is. Yeah. Uh, we got That's a real talk that. right there. Yeah, we got yeah. a handful of that, you know. <laughs> I lost my mom at 13. My dad at 21. Right. So I was free flying. Go ahead. Yeah, and so... And, and this brings me to the, the topic that I really wanted to hit on. You know, I, again, I don't have the answers. This show is real people, real issues, applying real solutions. Yes, so your opinions and what you have to say is going to be really, really important. The last one out of, out, of a, out of the four is the permissive parent. This is a parent who is afraid to set limits on the chi- children or believes a child has to be true to his or her own nature. How? How am I going to be at three able to... (laughs) Or less. Yeah, or less to be okay. You you, you see what I'm saying? Now, now look, I get it. You know, it ain't like it was back in 50s, 60s, maybe 70s. Oh, let's go ahead. 80s, you know, know, where, where one parent's... Uh, a paycheck was sufficient for the household. That's right. You know, it, it's not like that anymore. So I understand that mom has to go to work, dad has to go to work, and they come home, and there's a child over there in the corner. <laughs> Look like he just hit him a fresh piece of crack. <laughs> he, he's over there, he's like freaking out in the corner, and, and the first thing I think, oh, something's wrong with my son. Well, I haven't talked to him in three days. So he's bouncing off the walls for, for attention. And then I get him over there to the doctor. And the doctor's like, well, what's wrong? Well, well, doc, he's bouncing off the walls. Now, I want him to parent himself. Yeah. Free range. Yeah. He, he, he That's got called free range parenting. Of parenting. He got to do. But can you help him focus? Right. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I got some Adderall. Yes. Yeah, I got some Vivance. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I got these something that are kind of. Zulu him for a little while. (laughs) You don't have to deal with this kid. This is a parent who's afraid to set limits on their children or believes a child has to be true to his or her own nature. This is what I want to hear back from y'all. I I think they call those doctors, number one. I just want to weigh in on that. Go ahead. They have a a prescription fix-all for a long time. This This has been waiting so let me just go ahead and say it. Legalize drug dealers. Amen. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> you know, and so so the thing is, is that I think that there's there's so many um, out there that feel like that's that's the answer to the problem. But the answer is 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 not simply just in that. I'm not saying that there are some chemical violence that can be addressed sure. like that. But we, we need to understand that if you don't know your kids, if you're not spending time with your kids, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, it may not be that that's the answer. It's just that you're not, you haven't got to know them. Right. You, ha- you, haven't, you haven't addressed the issues that they're going through because you're not spending enough time. You know, um, a lot of times our schedules are, you know, are, are hectic and, you know, we're really not dealing with 
our house, you know, properly. We're not dealing with our house properly. So that's that's a big issue. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think, too, another thing is, and I got the experience with my kids and with coaching, is that certain kids can take a kick in the behind. Right. Mm. Other kids can't. Yeah. But you have to know them, know the temperament, to know how to deal with that. I mean, if you don't know, you don't know what they what what they can deal with, you may be on a kid and freaking him out. You know what I mean? All he need is just you to tell him once, and he go do it. That's right. Some kids need to be told twice and kicked in the seat of the pants, <laughs> like I, mean, I was. Yes, <laughs> yes. <You too? laughs> multiple times. I, I yeah. fall in that same category. It's right. like it's like Experience I, I talked about team. my one, like I talked about my son buddy. I said you, you gonna be a pee on the fence kind of kid. <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna have to go see it, right? Yeah. And some kids are like that, you know what I mean? But you know, you have to understand and know where they are. Right. And that, I think, like we're saying in a nutshell here, is that you gotta talk to your kids, even though it may be uncomfortable. Yeah, some right. some kids you know? just they want to stick their tongue and that at that, that fifteen pole. below pole, man. Yeah, just see if their tongue gonna stick to the right. pole. Just because you know? I saw it on TV. It's okay, son, so I wouldn't advise that, but. <laughs> Um, if you want to do that, you go right ahead. But just yeah. know there's some consequences to it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so, but I want to kind of go back to to the permissive parent. You know, look. And so again, I'm asking: when a permissive parent, when a parent is permissive, I'm sorry, they look at their child as equal rather than children of a parent. That's right. Woo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. Do, do y'all see this, or, or is it just me? No, it's giving pervasive gifts, now. It's giving pervasive. gifts, bribery, are the primary parenting tools versus boundaries and expectations, or like I got spankings. Right. Exactly. Here's here's mm-hmm. what I've seen, and and what I've I've heard is a thing. You've got a baby, 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 baby. I mean, can't speak, pooping yellow, green, all that stuff. Yeah. You're asking this baby, can I change you? Yeah. Here come the phone calls. I know it like Preston you said. Here come the phone right, calls. Right, right, right. But Let's ask the six month old, does I, he need I, his diaper change? How does that work? Or right, she exactly. I don't I don't I mean <laughs> y'all help me out. I don't well, get how that's funny. asking can I change you now? Right. What they gonna respond? I mean, I, I don't I, I help well, me. They goo goo and gag gag. And so the with this type of parent, there are few demands of a child in this situation. Uh, parents have a difficult time saying no as they avoid assertive authority and, com- and con- asserting authority and, and confrontation. You know, look, in the world today, there's a lot of confrontation. All you got to do is turn on the TV mm-hmm. wow. and you see permissive parented kids all day long Amen. on TV. They also avoid punishment at all times. Woo! Right. I needed my whoopings. And now look, I, what do y'all think? I'm not trying to... <laughs> <laughs> Asking y'all. I didn't know little Johnny had these issues. Yeah, you know, you know I, I didn't know... He on the 10 o'clock news and... You yeah, know, he didn't shot up to school. That's what I'm saying. And, 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 and you didn't know little Johnny had these issues because you never took the time to get to know him, number one, but number two... You exactly. Know, you you was trying to be his friend, going back to that original issue we were talking about. You know, rather than setting boundaries and being able to say no. Yeah. You know, and there has to be clear consequences and you know a reward system. You know, there has to be. You yeah. know. And so we look at 
how this parenting style it involves being nurturing and warm but reluctant to impose limits. We hit on that. Rejecting the notion of keeping their kids under control. How many of y'all been to Walmart? Bay base. Bay base. Going there one time I went in, into a Goodwill. And, and when I was in Goodwill, I, I, I was looking up and I seen golf clubs sticking up from behind some clothes racks. Then all of a sudden they started swinging. And I said, oh, my God, I go back there and there's two, two kids. And they swinging nine irons at one another. <laughs> and I looked up and the parents were actually standing in the aisle. And, I walked, and so I walked over there because they were swinging those things so hard to a point to where if and they were so little, if it came out, it would have knocked somebody in the head. I walked and took it from them. Yeah. And I, and, and I said, look, I'm sorry, but I needed to go down that aisle because I really did want to go check me out a pair of pants, and I did not want nine irons swinging around. <laughs> yeah, you're not upside me. your head. Even though this parenting style is similar to the authoritative style, they're emotionally supportive and responsive to their children. Permissive parents are not demanding. Kids do not have many responsibilities. They are allowed to regulate their behavior and the majority of their choices. And so let's go into, let's look at some of the negative side effects which was done in this study, which I really, really, really like. The negative side effect to this parenting style includes children are not required to have good manners. That's right. Haven't y'all seen that yet? Absolutely. Yeah. Man, Absolutely. I was watching uh, the news uh, one day, and, and look, I, I'm not co-signing, all right? But the teacher was talking to a little girl. And, and so I guess she was trying to tell her either, get off her phone. I don't remember exactly what it was. But the little girl slapped the taste out of the teacher's mouth. <laughs> Pow! And next thing you know, the teacher was hammering away. You know, look, I remember back in the day, I remember I walked into a classroom one day, and, and this guy was picking on a friend of mine. Here I go. Yeah. And I said, hey, man. Why don't you pick on somebody that's going to get with you? And the teacher said, oh, hell no. <laughs> she said, Patrick, you want to fight? I said, yes, ma'am. Oh, it's going to happen. She said, you're not going to be fighting up in this classroom. So she opened the door, and there was a patch of grass out there. She said, well, go out there if you want to fight. And I said, come on, man. Let's finish this. Come on. Come on. So he comes out there. We fight. Bang, bing, pa, pa, boom, pa. And this is back in the day, so I'm showing my age. And so this woman <laughs> called my mama. Next thing I know, I looked up, and my mom was coming around by Bubba the Shoe Shine's place. <laughs> and that was the first butt whooping I've ever ran to. And she whooped me completely back up to the door and told the teacher, take care of your business. So I got three more licks. But I learned one valuable thing from that. I'm not going to fight in school no more. I did take it to the alley, which wasn't any better, but... I wasn't doing it in a place that affected everybody else. There you go. Nowadays, you can't go to a school. You got metal detectives. You got drug dogs in there. You got mm -hmm. cops running around in the school. You got kids three and four years old being charged as, as, as sex offenders. Or, uh, you know, it's just amazing. And then they have to go through life with these scars on their record. And then I'm still, me as, as a permissive parent, is saying, baby, it's all right. I love you. I love you. Exactly. As a matter of fact, we're going to sue the school district. How dare them get mad because you set a fire in the bathroom? You know, that toilet paper was bothering you, baby. I'm sorry. Yeah. So what we're going to do, I'm going to go down there and sue the school. And who's the teacher? Susie? Oh, yeah. I remember Susie. I'm going to put hands on her. 
I'm gonna put hands on her and the kids in the corner. Thank you, mama. Thank you. Yeah. And that what goes do you back think? to that generational gap of, you know, transferring uh, codes of ethics. You just talked about that, you know, in the school. What is the code of ethic in the school, what is, in the community, you know, as it relates to dealing with the, the opposite gender, you know, all of these different things that um, was transferred to us by our parents because it was transferred to them by their parents sure. who were cut from a different cloth. Right. Oh, yeah. They were cut from a different cloth, and, and they came out of a different, different mindset. We talked about that before we started the show. Sure. Yeah. Mindset sure. is everything. You know, as you stated earlier, you can have two kids in a house and the same parent applying the same principle, but the two kids take it two different ways, you right. know. And, and a lot of times that's, that's, that's what's happening with, with our yeah. kids, you know. They, yeah. The way they perceive a thing, you know, and then... A lot of times, there's no consistency in the parenting. Exactly. You know, so if if it's if it's today it's okay and tomorrow it's not, you know what I mean? You got to set a standard and stick to it. That's just that's just my right. My and solution that, and that to brings it. us into the, the the next part of it. You know, a lot of children who are raised in, in the permissive families type, uh, uh, they're impulsive, aggressive, and lack independence, as well as personal responsibility, mainly due to the huge lack of boundaries. Look, I've dealt with people 34, 35 years old, still at home with mama. Yeah. Amen. Come on. And then they'll come in my office. How much am I paying to be here? Well, you ain't paying nothing. You got some money? <laughs> How you going to come in here and talk on somebody else's money like it's yours? They can have symptoms of anxiety and depression. Well, I'm supposed to feel depressed if I don't have nobody giving me my cheese. So, so technically... They're 50 years in age, but emotionally they're in kindergarten. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They're Arrested st- development. <laughs> Arrested yeah. development. They're, they're, they're stunted, and then they get to you a place to where, where, where mama oh. comes running to the door with a 50-year-old man and says, take my baby. Yeah. He ain't a baby. <laughs> He's 50. Yeah. He's 50. Yeah, Something yeah. needs to happen around that. And the last point I wanted to hit on, while children from these homes tend to have high self-esteem and good social skill, skills, They're also demanding and selfish. Do y'all know anybody like any of these things that we've been discussing tonight? I'd really love to hear your feedback on it. Comment on it. Comment below. That way we can have a a, a real conversation with some real people. And maybe we can even look at applying some real solutions. We might get get there, you know. Right. And remember... I don't have all the answers. We don't have it, y'all. We I mean, we just gonna put that out there. We're not a hundred proof. We're not sitting up high and looking down low. We're not doing any of that. So we're looking to talk with you. And you know, as we, this show goes along, we'll have phone calls and we'll be able to chat with you guys live. Uh, but for now, leave comments below and talk to us about this stuff, and we'll answer. We'll be on the line with you, and we'll go through and back and forth with you and stuff. You know, uh, with all this, but. Um, and the one thing that, that you're talking about with the permissive parents, um, I was thinking about is, uh, the kids in law enforcement. Ooh. Now wow. there is a. Yes, it is. It's, it's, it's a thing for them, you know, or, you know, you ain't beat me. I'll call the cops on you. Yeah. It's that thing. So, I mean, that comes out of that. And so I, I don't have the answer to how to solve that or. Uh, or, or or what's right in that instance? I, I, I you know, I, I believe in corporal punishment. I mean, to an extent, right? I mean, if you right. you know you whooping a kid, you know, and boxing them like you know, 
yeah. you know, Jamel Charlo or somebody, you know what I mean? You know? <laughs> That's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing, you know? Yeah, but whatever. if it's an instrument of correction, right. you know, here come the phone calls, like Preston said. But, you know, that's... That's kind of where I look at it. I look at that as a solution, but that may not be the solution. That's right. Absolutely. And so I, I take a look at my own life, and, and mm-hmm. I realize how imperfect I really am. But am I open to suggestions? That's another. Yeah. Am I open to, to suggestions uh, from other people and not come off uh, sick, you know, just because somebody said, man, your kids is bad. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about my kids is bad, you know? I know they, they stole, they thought they were stealing chocolate candy, but they were stealing X-Lax. And I know that they was in the bathroom for extended periods of time. I get that. And I know Miss Joe Cool came and talked to my talked to my wife about it. But they're going to be all right. I'm going to go ask and have a conversation with Joe Cool. How in the world are you going to come down here and talk bad about my child? Am I going to be open? That's the key. You know, to look at myself, you know, and you know, have people surrounding me that are, you know, not just there to, to co-sign my, my BS. I think that's 100, uh, 100% right. And, you know, we all have issues that need tissues. The thing is not having, not just not acknowledging that you have the issue, you know, but being willing to accept, mm-hmm. you know, correction and, you know, to develop, to grow. You know, that's, that's like the main thing. We all have challenges. We all have areas of strengths and weaknesses, and we need one another. We need accountability. So that's what this show is all about, the, the real people with real issues applying real solutions. And so we need your help. We need your comments. We need you to, to, to definitely get back with us and, and help us out. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to thank each and every one of y'all for listening tonight. i like to also hear your comments and your feedback because I need help too. Uh, am I going to be open to the accountability that I'm going to receive on those comments? <laughs> That's another thing, you know. So they're going to be hitting us out there. So I mean, you know, don't don't hold back. I know, you know, some of y'all will probably know us, and and, and all this stuff. So you know, just just talk real, and let's try to figure this thing out. I mean, you know, that's what we are—a community. And we're trying to figure these things out. Nobody, again, has all the answers. We're not a hundred proof, but um, that's the focus of this particular show. To um, you know, talk to people like me, the average Joe, just the old, you know, broke musician. You know, <laughs> all right. out there playing. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know everything. So that, that's where we at with this. This has been the R3 Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Reach out to us with your questions, comments, and show ideas. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and give us a like. Thank you for listening to the R3 Podcast.